The racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. Post Players, Los Alamitos is a big six carryover of over $34,000 this Saturday night. And with the new money to be wagered on Saturday, the total pool could be around $120,000. Remember, racing fans, Los Alamitos offers a traditional $2 pick six with no jackpot provisions. Our first post on Saturday night follows the final race at Del Mar. It should be a great pick six sequence at beautiful Los Alamitos Racecourse. And as always, the best of Florida horse racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Every Saturday and Sunday night featuring two of night racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Vessels Club is a great table just for you. Inside seating and patio tables are available. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. And of course, Burgard Sports Bar is open for every live racing program. The best of racing, a great pick six wager, always at Los Alamitos. Remember, we have a pick six carryover of over $34,000 this Saturday night. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. From the gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Friday in this new month. Yeah. December 1st, 2023. Oh, my. We are in the final, the final month of this year, 2023. Wow. All right, so D1, that means uh, the date is 121. Two zero two three. We welcome you to the show. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, here at our studio station, home base, Sports Talk, 1400 AM, FM 107.1 as well. All right, look, it's about 12 minutes after 7 AM Pacific time here. Sun is shining bright. The sky is blue and the ground is cold and dry. Yep. 
39 degrees right now outside. 39. We're going to get up to 61, though, today. After all, it's December 1st. And uh, this is the type of weather we're going to have for the rest of the weekend. Lows are going to be in the high 30s, maybe mid-30s, maybe freezing. And then in the afternoon, we'll get to the high uh, 50s and low 60s. In case you just want to come on out and enjoy a little bit of the weekend. Of course, uh, you know, we are, we're all waiting uh, for tomorrow as college football goes in its big championship, conference championship weekend. Tonight, Washington and Oregon, New Mexico State and Liberty. Then Saturday, of course, uh, all the big championship games. But the one we're interested in here locally for us is the Mountain West Championship game that will feature R-U-N-L-V. Yes, UNLV. Our team, our college team is going to be in it versus uh, Boise State. First time we've ever made the Mountain West championship game as a as a football team. So we're kind of excited about that. And, of course, all the great other big ones. I mean, you got the Big Ten, the ACC, the SEC, the MAC, and the Big 12 all happening this weekend. And, of course, some great racing going on on the racetrack this weekend is where we will uh, turn our attention. Of course, always fast, firm, and perfect, and just great weather conditions but no problems in the race and sports books here in Las Vegas, especially at the uh, South Point race book. And uh, so that's, that's going to be good stuff. All righty. Uh, on today's show, we have Jonathan Hardoon, Rich Ang, John Lindo, and Jerry J. Delmar, of course, goes into his last three days of racing before they roll on over to Los Alamitos and then wait for the day after Christmas to Santa Anita in Southern California. That's uh, what's going to happen in December there. So uh, we have some uh, great racing coming up uh, tomorrow at uh, Santa uh, at uh, Santa Anita at uh, Del Mar as well, and some great racing, uh, great graded stakes races at Aqueduct. So we got to you know this is going to be a good Saturday, it's be a great Saturday, and uh, we're going to ramp it up for today with the, this almost Saturday Friday show. Anyhow, uh, we have on the show today Jonathan Hardoon, Rich Ang, John Lindo, and Jerry J with their stuff. Got uh, the Pick from Woodbine, Ernie Perry's clocker pick at Woodbine. Yesterday, we talked about the weather. It was great here. And looking across the country today, up and down the Pacific Coast, okay, great northwest to Washington, Oregon. They're going to get some rain and snow up there. But uh, up up and down the California coast is clear. For the most part, the Gulf, Gulf Coast is clear, and for the most part, the Atlantic Coast is clear. But, boy, they have a lot, a lot of weather going on <sighs> over Kentucky, Tennessee, West Virginia, Indiana, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. A lot of stuff going on. Rain mixed with a little snow. And as a result of that, uh, from yesterday, uh, good old Delta Downs down there in Louisiana they got uh, they got knocked out of business uh, last night. Delta had to cancel the uh, seventh and eighth races last night because of the real bad weather it was raining. It was I saw uh, a tweet on that, the video, a little bit of it. It was just messy. So, uh, but everybody's uh, on on uh, schedule and ready to go today, and that's for sure. Coming up this weekend, as we say, three big stakes races at Del Mar. Tomorrow uh, for the uh, the turf stuff, Aqueduct's got uh, four big races that include the Remsen and the Cigar. And the fairgrounds will host the 25th edition of the Claiming Crown with all the uh, races, all different divisions for the Claiming Horses. You know, the good old backbone of racing, the ones that uh, show up to work with their lunch pail in their hand. Yeah, those horses. The good old hard knockers. And amongst the, the, the records here for the Claiming Crown for the 25th edition, Ken Ramsey, the owner of the Ramseys, have won 16 of these events over the 25 years. And he's going for more to, uh, tomorrow. So I just kind of want to keep that in mind, okay? Uh, some other news. As we said yesterday, Turf Paradise has finalized an application for the State Racing Commission they're going to get a 57-day meeting starting on January 29th. And remember, 
last year when the new owner bought it, it was time to pull the plug. They were going to they were gonna knock out horse racing uh, for all intents and purposes in the state of Arizona. But the horsemen got together and everybody, and so they're trying to patch this thing together and make it work. And so now they're going to have a 57-day meet starting on January 29th. That'll keep the simulcast wagering going on in that state as well. So we wish them all the best. Third Paradise was a really neat little track. I used to use it when I was uh, in my teens and early 20s, uh, visited the family in Arizona. I always went to the races there. Third Paradise was a great place. Little, nice little kind of a country atmosphere to it. Uh, the Japanese star, Equinox, has retired. Go to Shaddai Stallion Station. He is the world's highest rated horse, they say. He's been retired. And, you know, if you take a look at his record, you can see why. I mean, uh, it was good stuff there. So he's been retired. And uh, now all the uh, late awards start coming out. We're going to be voting for the Eclipse Awards soon. And we'll, uh, we'll delve into that with a little opine from our handicappers a little bit down the road this month. But, uh, you know, in Europe, they're doing the same thing. They're giving, you know, the award. So Ryan Moore, jockey Ryan Moore, won the uh, 2023 Longines World's Best Jockey title. So they think he's the world's best jockey. He notched his fourth overall victory in that competition. Of course, he's a European-based rider. And uh, he was an inaugural recipient, uh, World's Best Jockey Award, when it was established in 2014. And he also won it in 2016 and 2021. So he now ties Frankie DeTore for the most victories with that win this year as the world's best jockey. All right. Well, uh, we'll give him his due. He is, he, is, he is a great jockey. He's a good guy. I mean, he knows how to ride, that's for sure. All righty. Uh, so let's get started with our uh, first break. That's what we're going to do. Jonathan Hardoon is standing by. We'll do a little chat with him and all that good stuff. For those of you listening uh, here in Las Vegas, <laughs> warm up that cup of coffee. 39 degrees? Wow. All right, we'll be right back. Don't go away. is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. Alamitos is a big six carryover of over $34,000 this Saturday night. And with the new money to be wagered on Saturday, the total pool could be around $120,000. Remember, racing fans, Los Alamitos offers a traditional $2 pick six with no jackpot provisions. Our first post on Saturday night follows the final race at Del Mar. It should be a great pick six sequence at beautiful Los Alamitos Racecourse. And as always, the best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Every Saturday and Sunday night featuring two of night racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Vessels Club is a great table just for you. Inside seating and patio tables are available. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. And of course, Burgard Sports Bar is open for every live racing program. The best of racing, a great pick six wager, always at Los Alamitos. Remember, we have a pick six carryover of over $34,000 this Saturday night. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. 
Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from DRF.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the Race Day Las Vegas show. Okay. In addition to that, of course, you know, all of our input for handicapping all comes from our stable of grade A handicappers out there. We were yesterday, we're, we were sitting here, and, you know, we only had Aqueduct to work with and Woodbine with the Ernie Perry's Clocker Report, so... Uh, you know, we tapped on our handicappers yesterday to give us a horse or two at Aqueduct, and lo and behold, on the first race at Aqueduct, Jonathan Ardoon says make sure you get there early. Divine Cross, going to win the first race, gave it out at 1, paid 740. Bet down from 9 to 2, but paid 740 there. And there were two horses that were bet down even further in that race, so that was that was a nice, uh, that was a nice hit especially if you're going to start a pick four or pick uh, pick five, I should say, with it. So uh, Divine Cross wins the first. Kudos to Jonathan Nardoon for that winner. And in the third race, Jerry Jackowitz came with uh, with uh, 6%, the horse 6%. And as you know, he keeps telling us uh, with his link-ups, he always uh, reversed them as well, just in case, uh, you know, his horse doesn't quite get there. And that's what happened yesterday, the reverse one. One of his link-ups... Tommy Gunn won. That horse paid nine dollars. Six percent ran second, so you get the dollar exact at twenty-three bucks. Another link up. Uh, Quick Flash ran third, so that fifty-cent trifecta reverse paid thirty-seven and sixty-two cents for fifty cents. And if you went further and you did a reverse superfecta, uh, the other link up ran fourth, and that ten-cent superfecta paid eighteen dollars and forty-two cents. So there you have it. Pick six yesterday, Aqueduct paid $22,370.50. And uh, the only guy that uh, visited the winner's circle more than once yesterday was uh, Romero Mara, who won the uh, first and third races. He won both of the races that our handicappers picked. All right. And uh, Woodbine yesterday. Remember we were talking about there was a mandatory payoff on the pick six yesterday of Woodbine. And uh, those winning prices in the pick six at Woodbine with the mandatory payoff, twenty-five ninety, five sixty, eleven ninety. They pay down to the nickel, ten dollars and seventy cents, four dollars and ten cents, and fifty-one dollars in the final race. Uh, Justin Stein, by the way, had uh, three wins yesterday at Woodbine. So the twenty cent. Pick six with the mandatory payoff paid $42,061.25 north of that border yesterday. <laughs> All right, time to get started with the menu of racetracks available today in the Racebook Samacast Sanders Racetracks around the country. We remind you, first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day reflect that at the Pacific Time Zone, and you know why? Because we're in the Pacific time zone. These will be the first post times to roll out in our race books today. So, if you're listening here at Sports Talk 1400 AM, 107.1 FM, no problem. These will be your first post times. But, if you're listening anywhere else on this multitude of platforms that we have streaming and delivering this stuff to you, like our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global, iPhone or Android with the KSHP phone app. You can put on your device so you can hear us now. And, of course, uh, anywhere you get your podcasting as well. 
and more avenues to come when we're back at the South Point Studios next week. If you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust to it. Yeah, don't want you to miss anything like uh, I miss mom and dad, okay? First post times are Pacific. All right, here we go. Here's your menu for today, the first day of December, Friday, 2023, if you are ready. All right, okay, here we go. Today uh, is opening day for the Gulfstream Championship Meet. Day one, first post time, 9-10 at Gulfstream. Nine races on today's card. 9-10, first post time for the championship meet start at Gulfstream Park. The Big A, Aqueduct is next. All right, now Aqueduct is uh, a little cloudy. 48 degrees of post time. Track is fast. That's good stuff. And uh, there's nine races today at the Big A, Aqueduct, and a first post time of 9.20. 9.20, first post at Aqueduct. Laurel Park. Laurel Park has nine races. Their first post time is 9.25. 9.25, Laurel Park. Tampa Bay Downs. Tampa Bay Downs has a regular Super High Five carryover left over from yesterday. That carryover, $4,673. They have a pick six jackpot carryover as well. That's $7,900. And they have nine races. Their first post time at Tampa Bay, 9.30. Then we go to Woodbine, north of the border, Woodbine. All right, what do we got there, Woodbine? We got a super high five jackpot carryover of $28,634. Eight races of Woodbine, first post time is 10.05. Then we go to the Fairgrounds, Nolens. All right, Fairgrounds. Setting up for the big Claiming Crown Day tomorrow. Today they have eight races at the Fairgrounds and a first post time of 10.45. 10.45, Fairgrounds. And then we go where? Where the turf meets the surf Down in Old Take a plane, take a train, take a car Bear that smile on every face And a winner in each race Where the turf meets the surf all righty. Last three days coming up at Del Mar. They have a super high five carryover. This is not a jackpot, just a regular super high five carryover left over from Sunday of $19,191. And it, uh, it'll probably go in the first or second races today. All right. Carryover, super high five, $19,191. Eight races today at Del Mar. First post time at the beach, 1230. 1231st post. Golden Gate, Northern California. They got a pick six jackpot carryover, $17,488. They have eight races, and their first post time is 1245. 12.45 at Golden Gate. Turfway Park. First week at Turfway, and man, I'm gonna tell you, they are full fields there. You got plenty of horses running at Turfway. Nine full fields today. First post time is 255. And they've got a pick six jackpot carryover, $13,294. They have a super high five carryover, not a jackpot, just a regular super high five carryover, $1,067. And again, nine races, first post time, Turfway, $255. Penn National is next, Penn Nat. Just seven races, first post time at Penn National, 3 p.m. Delta Downs, weather permitting, has nine races today. We'll back underway at Delta at 3.05. 3.05 Delta Downs. Charlestown. They got a pick six jackpot carryover of $96,273. Eight races today at Charlestown. First post time, 4 p.m. And then we wrap it up with Remington. Remington Park. Eight races. First post time, 5.05. And that is your Friday racing menu on this first day of December. All righty, let's go out to Jonathan Hardoon standing by. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? Good. Did you get all your shopping done? 
for for the holidays? All the shopping has been done weeks ago. <laughs> I don't wait till the last minute. That's uh, what they give you Mondays and Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah, I know. Jonathan, Jonathan, go, Jonathan goes and gets like a hundred gift cards or whatever, and stuffs them in envelopes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. We got a really nice weekend coming up, Jonathan. We've got uh, you know four great races at Aqueduct. We got uh, the the last weekend at Del Mar with uh, the you know the, the the Hollywood Derby and all that good stuff down there, and and uh, and of course uh, the uh, Claiming Crown at the fairgrounds. You may, do you do you mean think for the uh, Claiming Crown? Are you? I, I look, but I don't think so. It, you know, it's hard to step in and play a track one day. You know, you, you have to get a feel for it. You have to know the trainers and uh, the situations, how these horses ran in previous races. So it's hard to jump in and play a track on one day. I usually, you know, like to play a track where I'm, that I'm following. And I well, know sure. the trainers. I know yeah. the, the rides they got in previous races. And not so easy just to walk in cold and, and jump in and, and bet a cart. No kidding, uh, and we wouldn't want you to do that. We want, you know, I, I always, uh, you know, just a little thing that, that I thought should have happened, and these uh, the racing networks do a great job. not going to knock them. They do a great job. You know, uh, FanDuel, TVG, and, and the uh, Fox that does uh, New York Racing. But Fox is a little different because they have people that just concentrate really on the New York Racing. But I always thought that, they put the the handicappers on those shows sometimes behind the eight ball because they come on for a a shift of you know I don't know three or four hours whatever it is, and the racing whatever it is around the country they've got to go on handicap. Where I thought it would be more I think efficient and probably more productive if they had guys on the air who cover just that circuit, like the newspapers did. You know, the newspapers have handicappers in Southern California. covers, And I would think that them knowing the circuit and all that stuff like you're talking about would uh, lend to a little bit more productivity as far as handicapping. Yeah, and it's not even fair, fair to the listeners. I mean, they're putting up, uh, you know, mythical plays for you to bet, whether it be $50 or 40 or whatever it is, and... Uh, you know, like you said, they're, they're coming in cold and, and they're putting up uh, suggested plays and people are, are following them and betting those plays. You know, who knows how much effort really went into making those plays. Well, I so. think the effort is there. And, I'm, you know, it's, they're not coming in totally cold because they know the shift they're uh, going to yeah. be at and what the, tra- yeah, what the but, races are going to be. And they handicap those races, but they're not, they're not handicappers on that circuit. You know what I'm saying? Like the newspaper guys are. Exactly, and they're pushing bets. It's like, you know, send it in, come on, send it in. (laughs) They're looking to increase handle and and make money for themselves, you know, for the the company, I guess. But I just, uh, it's just my personal beef. I don't think it's fair, but So the the difference between them and and you guys is that you're not making any money for the company. You're trying to make money for your, uh, for the listeners, for the people out there that purchase your product, right? Exactly. Okay. Well, enough said on that. Let's uh, get, let's do something. Well, first of all, I have to correct something because we have the greatest listeners on this show, and I was wrong yesterday. I gave out information that was wrong. I said that uh, Jose Ortiz would be spending the winter at Aqueduct. He changed his mind after the uh, Cigar Mile tomorrow. He'll be moving down to South Florida and join his brother at Gulfstream. So I just uh, wanted to get that out there and correct my mistake. So the uh, the Twin threats are going to be down there then, Jose and Irad, huh? Yeah, they're going to have uh, Pratt there. They're going to have, they're going to have a, I don't know if Pratt's going to, Velasquez is going to be there. Joe Bravo's going to be there. Yeah. I think Pratt's staying in California. And, and the regular, and the regular uh, you know, championship meet, uh, Jockey Colony usually shows up down there. It'll be down there as well. I think Castellano goes down, don't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's going to be good meet, that's for sure. And uh, I got to tell you, you know, it's which is starting on December 9th, which is next week. Oaklawn is going to be one hell of a meet because there's a lot of guys going down there now. You know, because they they're, they're putting they're they're big purses down there. Yeah, usually everyone you know looks at the summer meet when they have Del Mar and Saratoga as yeah. the two major meets of the year. But yeah. the winter is all of a sudden you know you have Oaklawn, you have Gulfstream, you're going to have Santa Anita. So yeah. there's going to be some good racing in the winter as well this year. Yeah, I mean Oaklawn, you know, no turf racing obviously, but uh, the dirt track there, and it's so historic down there. You ever been to Hot Springs? You ever been there? 
No, I haven't, but oh, it's uh, a, I hear it's it's a play. You you got to put it on the yeah. Bucket it's it's on the bucket list. You got to do that. You got to go to Saratoga, Del Mar, and certainly Oaklawn Park. Those are bucket list uh, visitations if you're a, if you're a, a handicapper and a racing fan. It's a really neat little town. They have you know they embrace horse racing like you guys do up there at Saratoga. The entire town becomes like horse racing. It's yeah, of, and they say the Keelan meet is like that also. Supposedly, yeah. you know, it's all racing all the time, twenty four hours. You know, yeah. like Saratoga in the summer, you walk into a uh, diner, you walk into a Seven Eleven to mm-hmm. get a newspaper. All you see are racing people, jockeys, trainers. Yeah, and, you know. yeah. Uh, and it's nice because they they mingle with the people and. Uh, it's a time for them to give back to the fans. You're and right. I think that's important. You're right about Ke- you're right about Keeneland, though. But that has an atmosphere. Not only is it uh, so much uh, like that atmosphere at these other places, but you add to the fact that it's right in the middle of all the breeding farms around it. So it's it's really nice. Yeah. All righty. Well, let's do it. Okay. Well, instead of doing Aqueduct today, because I really don't like the card to be honest with you what? i think it's kind of chalky i think it's short fields it's oh. opening day at gulfstream let's give a gulfstream play and a delmar play you got it and we're going to look at gulfstream sixth race today seven furlongs on the main track mm. and i like the number two horse in here here comes bullet here comes bullet is a six-year-old gelding from the laura Cazares barn ed gazias aboard to ride he's listed at seven and two on the morning line third start back off of a layoff he ran well two starts ago Matt, look for this horse to rebound and run a big one today. I like number two. Here comes Bullet to win today's sixth race out of Goldstein Park. Well, we hope he's as fast as a speeding Bullet, speeding like super, bullet. like a Superman. <laughs> and in the sixth race, number two, here comes Bullet. Jonathan Hardoon's play, the two in the sixth race today on opening day of the championship meet at Gulfstream, the sixth race, the two. And you're talking about older horses, uh, sad to report, that uh, we had uh, the horse Cross Border, who died of an apparent cardiac arrest, and you say he was, what, nine years old? Nine years old, yeah, and he came from the Mike Maker. Bomb Makers had unbelievable success and claiming these older Uh turf marathon horses, and uh, Cross Border was no different. You know, he's had a lot of success with this horse, and uh, he apparently died from a heart attack at the age of nine it said and uh yeah and it was a, and it was a horse this week as well he lost a seven-year-old named endorsed so it's amazing when these things happen it seems they seem to come in bunches unfortunately and uh so he lost two horses this week and that's not good well i don't think he lost endorsed like no, died endorsed endorsed was uh, uh, saved he was yeah. saved i'm wrong he had an operation, and he, you're right, but they're no longer in training. But right. right. Endorsed, uh, as a matter of fact, the surgery went successful for him, but cross-border died. I guess he died of the uh, cardiac arrest during a routine training session uh, yesterday morning at Gulfstream. Yeah. All right. It time happens. People walk down the street and drop dead from a heart attack every day, you yeah. know. So. Well, sometimes they walk down the street and get hit by a bus, too, you know, so. <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) No buses on the track. No. Let's go to the beach and get a horse. Okay, let's go to the sixth race at Del Mar. And the number nine horse in here, Teen teen Drama. This is a four-year-old filly who was claimed by Phil D'Amato two starts back. He doesn't claim any horses. He's hitting at about 30%. I think he's 11 for 40 at at Del Mar. Again, his horses are stable there, so I think they're getting somewhat of an edge. And uh, this horse ran very well first start for D'Amato. Now comes back off of a bit of a freshening since October 7th. Uh-huh. Antonio Fresso aboard to ride 6-1 to one on the morning line. Number 19, Drama, upsets and wins today 6th race out of Del Mar. All right. Now, out of those 11 winners, how many do you think are on the turf? Oh, I would say nine of them. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe all 11. Who knows? Race, by the way. <laughs> this is a turf race. That's why I said that. This is a turf race, too, by the way. So in the uh, sixth race, number nine, teen drama, the nine is uh, Jonathan Nartoon's play in the sixth race today at Del Mar on the turf. All right. By the it. way, Ralph, it's not it's not so much that he's 11 for, 20, or for 40, but he's like in the stake last week yeah. on Sunday. He ran one, two, two three. three so yeah. He's hurting his own win percentage. But yeah. <laughs> the on. The yeah. D'Amato trifecta was uh, in the stake uh, over the weekend. Yeah. All right, so uh, you got to tell them that you got a full sheet of handicapping for Del Mar 
and opening day for the championship meet at Gulfstream. And, yes, you have one at Aqueduct, but do you think there's going to be too many favorites there? Right. So we have the same three tracks we do every day, Florida, New York, and California. All right. Go get a hot cup of coffee now. Thank you, Rob. Stay safe and well. We'll talk tomorrow. You got it, my man. We will talk tomorrow because he's with us now on the weekends with our new early start time of 7 a.m. Pacific time. All right. We're going to be back with Ernie Perry's Clocker Pick and then Rich Ang. Don't go away. Racing is fast and exciting at the picturesque Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park racetracks in Ontario, Canada. Woodbine Standard Bread, home of the Pepsi North America Cup, a summer classic. Pebble Beach in Iran. And Woodbine Thoroughbred, home of the historic King's Plate. But the mighty Philly has devastated them. Full fields, exotic wagers, iconic events. Play Woodbine Thoroughbred and Woodbine Standard Bread today at your favorite wagering location. Back on Race Day Las Vegas for this December 1st Race Day show. And now we're going to give you the Ernie Perry's clocker pick. And like he had yesterday, he only has one pick for today. But we'll give you that pick right now. Ernie Perry's clocker report pick for today at Woodbine comes in the eighth and final race today. That one selection uh, today for Ernie in the eighth race is number five, Computer Hacker. Number five, Computer Hacker, with uh, Leo Salas aboard. Ernie Perry's Clocker Report pick says he worked 47.80. And he said in his last race, he gave it up late, late in his last race, and he looks like lone speed today. So he believes this horse can rattle on home from start to finish. And he said he changes barns as well to a barn that he respects. So... In the eighth and final race today at Woodbine, Ernie Perry's Clocker Report pick is number five, Computer Hacker. Computer Hacker in the eighth and final. All right, now let's go to Rich Ang standing by. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Rafi. i got to ask you a question. Where the heck did all that scoring uh, come from last yesterday with Dallas and Seattle? Wow. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I must admit, I gave out the under uh, yesterday, and uh, that didn't turn out very well. Wow! They were. It was the fifth NFL game in history in which there were no punts. I I couldn't believe when I saw that stat uh, this morning, but yeah, uh, zero punts. Wow! Something else, and it was an exciting game too. So uh, uh, you know, uh, go figure, huh? All right, listen, uh, we got more NFL action coming up on uh, Sunday, et cetera, for, uh, what is it, we're week 13 now. But we start the uh, college football conference championships games that are over today and tomorrow. Two are today, the Conference USA championship game, New Mexico State and Liberty, and the Pac-12 championship, the last Pac-12, I think, because all these teams are vacating now. But this is going to be a good one. It's going to be Oregon and Washington. you have any thoughts about either? Yeah, well, I, I tell you what, I was kind of surprised to see the line open up so big yeah. with Oregon favored by 10 over uh, Washington. Me too. They played earlier this year, and uh, Washington won a squeaker uh, by three points. And um, I, I think the way I'm going to attack this game, Ralph, uh, uh, similar to the last night was uh, I've been doing more in-game betting recently, and I love in-game betting because as the game has ebbs and flows, mm-hmm. and you like a certain side, you can wait for uh, an opportunity to jump in. Uh, for example, last night, Ralph, I, I did get out of my position, which I lost the under the total, but uh, Dallas was trailing twenty-eight twenty, and all of a sudden I, I look at my in-game uh, uh, app on the phone, and they were. Money line plus a dollar seventy, and this is a team that was you know favored heavily going into the game. So uh, I bet some Dallas at plus one seventy. Yeah, I think I would like to try that with uh, Oregon because I really like Oregon, but I, I hate the I hate the minus ten, and uh, the opportunity would be if Washington either scores first or has the lead at some point in the game in which the the algorithms change the odds around, or mm-hmm. Oregon becomes a really palatable bet. Well, I could say this, uh, and exactly what you said. I said, I saw the line open, and I said, didn't Washington beat Oregon once this year already? I mean, I know that 
it's very hard to beat a team uh, the same in the same year twice. But you can uh, you, you think that they figured them out to be close enough, and with a ten point spread, that looked uh, like uh, almost uh, you know a trap. But in any case, uh, that's tonight. All right. So any uh, so uh, what what about Liberty's got a good team this year, don't they? Yeah, I, I've actually bet Liberty a few times this year, and I cashed on them a few times this year. They they are uh, the superior team against New Mexico State. Yeah. And uh, I, again, the minus twelve though is like yeah. Yeah. that's a lot of points. Yeah. You know, in the bowl season, uh, you know, uh, just a general commentary about the bowl season. You're usually better off if you're on a coin flip game to take the points. Yeah, because. You know, the teams that make bowls are usually pretty good for whatever reason. And not only you that, know, but it's it's the all out effect. Uh, there is no tomorrow, so they're going to leave everything out on the uh, on the field. That's for sure. Okay, um, so uh, we'll be rooting for uh, UNLV tomorrow, but we'll talk about maybe that game or some uh, some of the other games tomorrow. But for now, we need a pick at Del Mar. Yeah, let's go to uh, race number four. It's five furlongs on the grass. Mm-hmm. An angle that I like uh, a lot is, you know, when horses cut back in distance, whether it's on turf or dirt. Yeah. The number seven, Glow, Glow fits that uh, mold. Uh, went a mile on the grass, showed good speed under Antonio Fresu last time out for Philip D'Amato. Mm-hmm. Uh, cuts back to five furlongs and puts Flavion Pride up. I think this horse gets a nice trip and will finish going short versus uh, going long. So 25 win plays, two for the ROI. Number Seven, glow, glow in the fourth. Well, you and Jonathan Ardoon think Mr. D'Amato is going to continue his uh, dominance on turf races because the fourth race is five furlongs on the turf. And like Jonathan in the sixth race, you selected uh, a D'Amato trainee, and that is number seven, glow, glow. Number seven, glow, glow, Pratt aboard. Rich Ang's pick in the fourth race, part of that early pick four and early pick five, and also the pick six as well. And started the late pick five. There's a lot going on in that fourth race. Number seven, Glow Glow. Don't forget, you can get the rest of uh, Richie's selections for today at Del Mar right now at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. All right, thanks a lot, Rich. Hey, thanks, Al. Good luck, everybody. All right, we're going to wind it up with uh, John and Jerry, our closing act. Don't go away. Now here's Post players. Los Alamitos has a big six carryover of over $34,000 this Saturday night. And with the new money to be wagered on Saturday, the total pool could be around $120,000. Remember, racing fans, Los Alamitos offers a traditional $2 pick six with no jackpot provisions. Our first post on Saturday night follows the final race at Del Mar. It should be a great pick six sequence at beautiful Los Alamitos race course. And as always, the best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos race course. Every Saturday and Sunday night featuring two of night racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Vessels Club is a great table just for you. Inside seating and patio tables are available. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. And of course, Burgard Sports Bar is open for every live racing program. The best of racing, a great pick six wager, always at Los Alamitos. Remember, we have a pick six carryover of over $34,000 this Saturday night. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. That's absolutely right. Of course, when all the equipment works right. 
Anyhow, it is today, that's for sure. And so uh, now we go to uh, John Lindo standing by. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Everything's working fine. It's great. It's just cold out. 39 degrees. <laughs> well, it's December 1st. <laughs> I know, but, well, well. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, are we expecting showers there today in Del Mar? We, we, we had a couple of light showers yesterday, enough to make the roads wet, but it dried out. And we're clear this morning, so we should be just fine. Okay. I don't think we got enough wet stuff yesterday to make anything the turf less than firm. I think we'll be fast and firm today at Del Mar, but we should be good to go. Uh, now, earlier I was talking with Jonathan Ardoon about how, uh, you know, Oakland's going to have a, a, a really good big meet the, this year. And I guess Ramon Vasquez is going to leave Southern California and uh, set his tack down there at Oakland? He is for the early part of the year. Uh, yeah, I guess he, you know, his, his family's there, his wife, and, and oh. he's got a, a young one there. So he's going to go back and ride uh, after this meet ends on Sunday. He'll ride Oklahoma as they open up. And I think he's planning to be back out to Southern California come April when, oh. uh, you know, after the Arkansas Derby, when everybody starts to scatter, I think he's coming back to Southern California. Now, uh, we were talking about how Richard Baltus is almost done with his one-year suspension, and I understand that because uh, he hasn't raced, he hasn't had a horse since May of 20, uh, 2022, but uh, they have granted him stalls at both San Luis Rey and Santa Anita? Yeah, he did get stalls at Santa Anita and San Luis Rey, and uh -huh. according to an article by Steve Anderson in Daily Racing Form, uh -huh. uh, he plans to start with about 20 horses. I know uh -huh. he was at the yearling sales uh, buying some babies last year and some two-year-olds, so he's got some young horses that are, have been starting up with other people. So he'll round them all up and get going. So don't don't uh, expect to not expect to see the Richard Baltus name in the entries relatively soon. Yeah, and we know how uh, potent he was before he left. That's for sure. Time to get the jockey trainer update uh, the standings uh, in going into the last three days. Well, Juan Hernandez won four races Sunday. He won 11 of the 35 Ooh. races last week. Wow. So, he's he, yeah, he went right to the top of the stand, jockey standings. He's got 19 wins overall. Flavian Pratt, who was out of town part of last week, he's second with 12. And Antonio Frazier rounds out the top three. He's got eight winners. Mm -hmm. Phil D'Amato won three races on Sunday. He's the top trainer. He's got 11 wins going into the closing week. Bob Baffert is second with eight. And then you have Peter Miller with seven. How many, do you have any idea how many of the 11 were on the turf for uh, D'Amato? Uh, I'm going to guess probably <laughs> nine, nine, ten. Maybe 11. <laughs> They're turf festival, which is why he's moving up the standing. Uh, favorites, oh, those filthy favorites, oh. 44% for the meet, Ralph. It's been a, a chalky meet, and uh, but, you know, the, the, we still caught some decent payoffs out there. Uh, yeah, the pick fours and pick fives uh, with all those favorites winning. Uh, some of them were not bad at all, that's for sure. But uh, let's see if we can get that down a little bit. John Lindo's Lindo Report for today at Del Mar, as it is every Southern California Racing Day, is available exclusively only at the uh, South Point Racebook free of charge. Complimentary there for you because they love horse players there. It's obvious by uh, their studio there, and, and we're going to go and do our shows there next week as well and for the foreseeable future, I guess. And uh, also, I want to remind everybody, too, that you have selections in every one of the races and a suggested late pick four and, of course, all that goody information we just talked about. So let's get a winner. I'm going to go up against John Hardoon in race six at Del Mar. In the sixth race today, I like number seven, Stay and Scam. She's run three turf sprints. Every one of them has been very good. Only career win, only race on the Del Mar turf, five furlongs was a win. Uh -huh. Gets Lasix back, coming back into this spot. Mario Gutierrez rides, and a good stocking trip in here with some speed to her inside. So four to one on the program. Number seven, stay and scam. Race number six, Del Mar. Well, I got a Sirocco play between you guys. You like in the sixth race, number seven, stay and scam. The seven and the sixth, and Jonathan came with the nine. So I got a Sirocco exact a box, the seven, nine, nine, seven. But you are number seven in that sixth race. And, and uh, John, uh, the, they can get the rest right now at the uh, South Point. The uh, Lindo Report is there. It's all set to go. We'll be at Del Mar all weekend. All right, you got it. Thanks a lot, John. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, good luck today. All right, now we go to Jerry Jackowitz standing by. Jerry, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralph. And, uh, and uh, of course, your uh, power pages all set and ready to go for Aqueduct and Del Mar. And I guess we can, unless you have a thought or two, we can get right to the chase. Well, thoughts. I, I accept that, um, you know, I thought we got a... Oh, a tough beat yesterday when 6% just yeah. failed to get up. But, but the reverse got there, and, and they get credit for that. 
Yeah, well, pay 23 to 1, so the exacto made it okay. Yeah. It would have been better, though. <laughs> it would have been better. I'll take 23 to 1 every day and twice on Sunday, uh, that's okay. for sure. Come on. Okay. All right. So I guess we'll start today by going to uh, Aqueduct. We'll go to the fifth race, and it's what we all should have is a winning touch. Number six, winning touch from Dick Dutro. This is a uh, – I don't bet a lot of – horses that have only raced one time, what I call one-number horses. Mm -hmm. But um, this one I'm going to take because, I, I, you know, it's not a clear thing that she liked or disliked this slop. So I can bet that maybe she didn't like the slop and, and did so well on it, and there could be great improvement going to a fast track today. Okay. So I'm going to take the six-horse. I'm always looking for improvement. The six-horse in the fifth race, play the six over the one, three, four, and five, do reverses, but the six, that'll be my feature play in Papa Key. And one more thing I want to say, Ralph, is I'm going to bet more on the 6-1 and 6-3 than okay. I am on the other combination. All right. And this is a race for two-year-olds, and you say it's a one-number horse, and uh, that kind of goes with two-year-olds, doesn't it, really? Well, yeah, but uh, a lot of people like to bet second time out, and I, I bet second time out on only in rare occasions. And this is going to be it. In the fifth race, right. the six is the key over one Three, four, five, and reverse, and another six, one, one, six, right? Correct. All right, Delmar. Okay, let's go to a race number one here. Mm -hmm. Monique, the four horses, pops out to me from John Sheriffs, comes back off a long layoff uh, from early in her three year old career, and ran very nicely on the turf, goes to the dirt here, comes back in distance, um, and I think she's a sharper horse. I'm going to take the four in race number one, okay. sitting at eight to one. Four over the one five six and reverses. All right. In the first race at Del Mar, post time twelve thirty Pacific time, and of course that starts out the early pick five. In the first race you like number four, Monique. The four at eight to one on the morning line, the four and link ups are one, five and six and reverse, two dollar ROI on the four. All right, uh, Jerry, wanna remind everybody again that uh, you have uh, the uh, Jerry J's Power Pages for both the Aqueduct and Del Mar and Power Page Plus as well for those two tracks today right there at jerryjspowerpage.com. Yeah, come and get them, folks. All right. And uh, you, now you're all set and ready with your mugshot and all that stuff when we go back to the South Point Studios next week. Right? Well, I don't know if I'm ready with my <laughs> mugshot. <laughs> now, you know, I have a face for radio. Uh, well, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll deal with it just like... Uh, and my we, wife, you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll deal with it just like I will, believe me. Uh, they're, not, they're not tuning in to get our faces. They're tuning in for the product of the, the show and what we offer them, and we thank our listeners very, very much out there. You are why we do what we do, and we love doing it. All right. Till tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Uh, Pacific time, new early start time for weekends. Go ahead and say it. Have a great race day, everybody. It's Ralph Serato at Race Day Las Vegas, morning on 1400 KSHP North Las Vegas. Online at KSHP.com.